Welcome to Gulf War, the battle after the war. As I'm getting ready to head to Miami for this study, I've been doing a little soul searching and thinking about my expectations for this and what I hope to achieve by doing this. So I've, I've come to this conclusion after a year of talking to many people and reading all the research that I can find on symptoms that I have and even a few that I don't. I find myself digressing back to when I was a kid, believe it or not. And mom always said, don't play in the puddles. Stagnant water was not good for you. It held ringworm and pinworm and all kinds of stuff. But, and, and stay out of cleaning supplies. You know, I was always in cabinets. I don't know about you all, but I, I was curious George. So those were the, the two main things, and she would always say, you know, those are not good for you. Well, graduating years later, hearing on the news how now our air pollution is getting worse and our air quality is diminishing, power plants are destroying the air we breathe all the way up to now where foliage is disappearing and buildings are being erected. There's always been a politician or 10 to say, that's not true. But the signs and symptoms are there to prove otherwise. Which brings me back to the studies, the study that I'm going to, and the other ones that are out there. They are here to help educate and find ways to deal, not necessarily heal. And we hope for that, right? Well, at least I do. Leading into the burn pits that we used back then, and are still being used today from what I've understood, what I read, what I understand. I believe there's currently at least 13 burn pits currently active as I speak to you today. The reason they say is because it's cheaper than other forms of disposal. So, for example, the types of waste that they burn for those of you that never deployed or for civilians who don't know or may not have read or seen on the internet. Waste products in the burn pits are chemicals, paint, medical and human waste, metal and aluminum cans, munitions, other unexploded ordnance, petroleum and lubricant products, plastics, which we all know are not good, rubber, burn a tire in your backyard, tell me how it smells, wood, discarded food, and that's just to name a few. There's quite a bit more. It's just pretty much everything that could be considered trash or unused gets tossed in a burn pit. So imagine all that burning together in a pit for days on end and everybody living it, breathing it. So I have a challenge for the DOD, U.S. government, and the Department of Veterans Affairs. Since you're saving so much money by using these burn pits, why don't you apply that savings to fixing our healthcare and helping these reputable studies who are already trying to help us by not only funding them, but turning over any information you may have that might help them be more successful in their endeavor. Now, going back to my listeners, for everybody listening, uh, I do hope that I leave you thinking at the end of each cast, questioning, hopefully I'm getting information that maybe you don't know or don't really think about. 
So in this cast, I'm going to leave you with two questions. If our parents knew about these basic hazards, what would make anyone believe that burning them and a whole lot more in a mass open space for days at a time wouldn't have a negative consequence even years down the line? And I think a great example of that would be cigarettes, don't you? I hope everyone has a great rest of your week. I hope to have some good information for you next week as a result of this study that I will be attending. And don't forget to hug a vet.